0: This is the Bushwick Variety Show. And I'm Alex Stevens III. Greetings, neighbors, friends, citizens of the world, and conscious beings of all various types. Thank you so much for listening to the Bushwick Variety Show. This is episode number 59. Episode 59 features the Brooklyn Irish Dance Company a woman owned operated business that started as a way to give Irish dancers the creative means to perform new and exciting works in NYC and the surrounding areas. Um, They have their first full-length show happening next week. It's a Celtic Christmas story um, that's playing at Theater 80 on St. Mark's, Monday, December 17th at 7 p.m., Tuesday, December 18th at 7 p.m., All online sales are sold out. There are tickets available at the door. Um, And there's also a two-ticket giveaway. If you follow them on Brooklyn Irish Dance Co. um, on Instagram, follow the instructions there. uh, And you could possibly win two tickets to see a Celtic Christmas story. Um, I sat down with Alexandra Owensby, Aaron O'Donnell. And also in the room was Stacy Cox, and we talked about their company and their upcoming show. Had a good time talking with them, where I record all of the episodes of Bushwick Variety Show in the Rack Shack. a all-inclusive lingerie boutique based in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Um, all of these women, I think, are also based in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Definitely based in Brooklyn. Brooklyn Irish Dance Company. Check them out. Check out A Celtic Christmas Story. And coming up, listen to the conversation I had with the three of these wonderful women um, about their company. So without further ado, this is Alexandra Owensby, Aaron O'Donnell, Stacy Cox also in the room, and Brooklyn Irish Dance Company. Let's have a conversation. So, how's it going?
1: Good, how are you?
0: Good, good. Um, Why don't you introduce yourselves and your company?
2: Sure. Uh, My name is Erin. And I'm Alexandra. And we are two of the co-founders of Brooklyn Irish Dance Company, which is a performing arts company based in Brooklyn and uh, supporting and promoting the world of Irish dance.
0: And uh, when did you form?
2: We actually, the uh, four of us, there's four founders, we met earlier this year, just before St. Patrick's Day, because we were... Uh, getting hired to do some local corporate events and uh, we decided to build something from the ground up in New York because there was nothing that we could uh, find that we were looking for and We officially started in August of this year. So this is our our fifth month (laughs) Congrats. Thank you
0: Um, So you had been doing Irish dance like before? Forming this company, I would imagine.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's actually kind of a funny story. So I used to do I used to do Irish dancing, and I met Aaron through the competitive Irish dance circuit. Um, and when I moved to New York a couple of years ago, I was like, I'm done with Irish dancing. I, I learned a lot from it. I had a lot of a lot of fun, but I was like, I wanted I want to move to New York and I want to try a bunch of new creative endeavors and do all these new things. And then here I am, um, right back into the throes of doing Irish dancing again. Um, but you know, one of the things that we really wanted to do with the Brooklyn Irish Dance Company is we do a lot of the, um, traditional type performances and traditional type shows, but we're looking forward to branching out and doing some other type of, uh, you know, taking Irish dance to a different level and doing some collaborations with other artists and dancers in the city and, and doing some untraditional things as well.
0: Nice. So, um... And you have uh, some shows coming up, right?
2: We do. We have our first main stage production is debuting this December. We have two performances at the uh, Off-Broadway Historic Theater 80, uh, which is right on St. Mark's. We are uh, dancing Monday the 17th and Tuesday the 18th at 7 o'clock.
0: And uh, how do people find uh, tickets for those or
2: well, the good news is that uh, all of our seats have already sold, we're sold out for both nights. The venue is allowing us to do standing room only tickets, which means on the day of the show, there will be 20 spots available for first come, first serve uh, for $20 at the venue. Uh, so, if you come to the box office, you'd be able to purchase them if they're still available, and then you'll be able to sit in the back of the theater. The house is pretty tight it's a it's an old speakeasy and an old uh it's actually attached to a uh, bar that serves absinthe and many other interesting uh drinks so it's a very cool place but it's very small intimate theater and we're very we're happy that we've already sold all, all of the tickets that we could ahead of time but we're hoping that if anyone is really interested they can come on the day of the show and and grab a seat as well
0: and i think i heard i think you i heard you say before um They added a performance, right? Is that right?
1: Yeah, we actually, so we we planned to do one show um, because this is our first venture and we weren't sure um, how it was going to go and we sold out. Uh, So we added a second day, um, which just recently sold out, which is really exciting. Um, We're also doing an Instagram giveaway contest. So we have two tickets to give away um, for anyone who follows us on Instagram. It's at Brooklyn Irish Dance Company. Brooklyn Irish Dance Co. Sorry. Brooklyn yeah.
2: Irish da- At Brooklyn Irish Dance Co. We don't trust people to be able to type it all out, so we sort <laughs> it. It's a long name. We know it's a long name. But yeah, we're doing an Instagram giveaway to hopefully gain some more followers, and that way people can see the works that we're creating, even if they don't live in the area. Uh, we are also giving away some of our very fancy Brooklyn Irish Dance Company swag, which is all black and white and very cool, especially for those who may not actually be able to come to the show. They can still win something. Which is uh, always a good idea.
0: Um, repeat those dates again and where, like where that is again.
2: We are dancing Monday, December 17th, and Tuesday, December 18th at Theater 80. It is on St. Mark's Place between 1st and 2nd Avenue, right in the East Village, right in the heart of the East Village. Um, so, we're less than two weeks away. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, depending, like, this will either come out this Monday or next Thursday or... Probably one of those. So
2: really, less than a week away.
0: (laughs) Yeah, when it comes out. Um, And would you say Instagram's the best place to like follow you?
2: I think so. We try to we try to put up a lot of uh, videos and content of rehearsals. We just started rehearsals on December first, so we've only been in rehearsals with the full company for about a week. We have a majority of dancers who are in the area from New York City and um, Long Island and Connecticut. But we also have a couple of dancers who were flying in from uh, out of town. And it's been a lot of fun building the show and getting everyone to work together. And those behind-the-scenes action shots are usually on Instagram. And they're, they're very entertaining and hopefully not reflective of what the show will look like because it's usually us messing about. But Instagram, I think, we have a lot of fun on there.
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: So how often do you um, like get together to practice and how do you go about creating like is this, did you, is this, like did you create this show and this is the show you've been doing over the past few months or whatever or how does it, how does the process work?
2: This is a completely new show we built from the ground up. It is a original story. It is an original, um, this is the original cast we've only had the full cast as i said for the past week but the uh creators of the show have been working together to to build it out probably for the last couple months i think we started really putting this on paper in september which seems like a lifetime ago but also seems like not enough time to do these things uh so this is definitely it's a completely new experience for us to create something like a main stage show usually in the irish dance world we we have the opportunity to perform a lot but it's for um, more uh, short gigs, like we do corporate events, or we do kind of bar outings and you know dancing with other musicians, and those kinds of things are a lot of fun as well. But it's less about storytelling in those scenarios and more about you know having a good time and dancing to the music. So to be able to create something like this where we can really tell our own story and and be able to do it in the way that we see it uh, is is very new and very exciting.
0: So what's this story about?
2: Oh boy. Well, <laughs> this it's is a, a Christmas It's a magical show.
1: Christmas story. It's, it's a magical
2: Christmas show. So
1: yeah, it's a, um, a lot of fun uh, Christmas music and very,
2: um, I would say, it's, it's, we're trying to tell about the traditions of celebrating Christmas in Ireland. And of course, it has to be a love story because it wouldn't be the holidays without without falling in love and then, you know, having some hardships along the way. So our story takes place on a seaside village. Uh, the boys are, you know, nice strong fishermen and the girls like to have a lot of fun at home. And uh, when a storm wreaks havoc, something, you know, some of the boys may not make it home for Christmas and we have to find a way to celebrate without them. Or do we? you will have to ah. wait and find uh, out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you will have to see if he shows up.
0: So, um, what is, like, Irish dancing for people that don't know?
2: What is Irish dancing? So,
1: uh, Riverdance. That's Lord a, of the Dance. Yep. Yeah. Um, in fact, that's actually how I got into it. I was doing other types of dance as a kid, and, um, River Dance came out, and I had a dance teacher who was obsessed with it, wanted to try an Irish dance class, so she, like, took me with her, and I was like, I'm just gonna do this one class, and then years and years later, here I am, still doing it, um... It's, uh, you know, you you see the traditional, like, river dance. It's, like, the hard shoe. Um, It makes all the progressive noises. And actually, it's really interesting because that's kind of where tap came from, um, is, uh, like, a lot of Irish people moved and settled in, like, the Appalachia area, and um, tap kind of evolved from that. Um, And then there's the other type of Irish dancing, which is, it's called light shoe, um, and it's more... um, acrobatic and airy and jumping and it's it's a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, similar to kind of ballet yeah. in, a, in a way, but it is it is a traditional art form and a lot of us started probably because we have Irish heritage. I My parents are Irish American. Um, a few of us are coming from that world, but you don't have to be Irish to Irish dance and it's really become, especially in the last 20-30 years since it's gone a little mainstream with River since Dance, River dance yeah. and Lord of the Dance um, it, it has gained a tremendous following across the world not just in America it's huge in uh, Germany it's huge in Japan it's huge in China and Russia Uh, so it's it's really incredible and especially like we said there's a there's a big competitive circuit in Irish dance that really makes it a little bit more like a sport than other traditional performing arts and I think that's very appealing to a lot of people or a lot of kids Uh, I know it was appealing to me because I got to win a trophy every weekend so if I if I did well. But uh, so that was that was more motivating than just doing one recital at the end of the year. So it was I liked Irish dance because it was different than regular dance as a kid, even though it was also cool because it was part of my heritage and I got to listen to cool music while I was doing it, too.
0: Now, did the three of you, there's a third person in the room, too, ladies and gentlemen. Her
2: name is Stacey. Hey
0: there. Um, Did you all know each other? before forming the company or how did
2: we we didn't actually we some of us knew of each other Um, Stacy is actually probably the wild card she (laughs) she's been out of dancing for almost 10 years and approached me uh, last year around this time last year asking to kind of get back in the game and I don't think she had any idea that she was gonna end up being uh, recording a podcast and putting on an Irish dance show in two weeks but
1: for the record not at all
2: (laughs) (laughs) And um, a few of us, uh, Alex and I, had known each other briefly from the competitive circuit. The other dancers in the company, some of us have worked together before in other productions and other shows. Some of us are just friends of friends. Um, but the but the industry is very small as a whole. So if you don't know someone, someone else probably does.
1: Yeah, it's, and it's been kind of interesting too, like just how many people we've kind of come across since like we've we've started this. There's a lot of Irish dancers, or I would say former Irish dancers, in New York, who. Did it as a kid, did, did competitions and, you know, retired from it, but like want still love Irish dancing and want to be a part of that. And that's kind of the, the fun thing about the Brooklyn Irish Dance Company is, um, you know, there's a, there's several Irish dance companies in the country and they go on tours and, you know, we all have full-time jobs, so that's not really something that we can really, you know, drop and, and do necessarily. So we wanted to also create something where we could do something local and, and have... Have that opportunity to perform here in New York, and I mean, it, there's awesome opportunities.
2: There's so much opportunity for performing in New York, and I don't think we found a vehicle that takes advantage of it at least for for Irish dance. So, and then we realized that means we have to do it, which is the struggle. But but it's been it's been an exciting venture so far, and hopefully, only keeps that that way.
0: Yeah. Um, how many people are in the company, or like? are is there like a core group and then different people for different shows
2: kind of we have uh four core members who kind of handle the uh, the business side of things um, myself Alex Stacy and Mallory and we're the ones who where's are, Mallory at where is she's at her real job which is so <laughs> sad um like we said this is this is all of our side hustles so to say which is why we need four of us to kind of handle handle all of, the, uh, all of the technicalities, but um, we all are full-time professionals in the city, and uh, there are a couple of other dancers, like I said, who are, who are local, who also work either in different industries or work as professional dancers full-time, and they come on for the events that we produce, so either the local one-off events or um, for something like this where we're putting on a main stage production, we'll, we'll bring in a full cast. So it is a little bit, we have the, you know, full-time, full-time squad and then the flying squad.
0: Nice. Um, and so after this show, what's, what's planned after these shows coming up for uh,
2: 2019? We have big plans for 2019. Uh, Yeah. 2019.
1: Um, so March is our kind of our, our big month, obviously for St. Patrick's day, Um, so, you know, we're kind of trying to gear up, um, some of that we like to, especially on the day, over the weekend, over the week before, um, we book a lot of bar gigs, which are actually a a lot of fun just because people are really excited to see Irish dancing on St. Patrick's Day. Um, so, you know, we, we do a lot of shows like that. Um, we get...
0: All good.
2: <laughs>
1: um, I forgot what I was saying.
2: We're talking about bar gigs.
1: Yeah. Um. So we, you know, we get called for um, bar gigs. We get called for um, corporate events around that time too. People want um, Irish dancers to come into their company.
0: We had water spill. <laughs> um, so if we sound distracted, it was that's very why. stressful. I don't uh, nervous, but it's okay.
2: I didn't. You know, water and microphones. I don't think they mix. But yeah, that's uh, that's definitely a, a huge part about what we do is kind of promoting, obviously St. Patrick's Day, March, the busy season. Uh, in terms of the company itself, we we like I said, we just started officially in August. We do plan to become a five hundred one c three nonprofit um, to kind of get further into the performing arts scene uh, and be able to uh, take advantage of wh- how other traditional performing arts companies like ballet companies operate. And work within those guidelines, and then as far as uh, kind of bigger and badder features, uh, we definitely know that obviously people like Christmas, so we're we're excited to be able to take this show once it once it happens this year and be able to uh, promote it next year, and hopefully either work in a couple different venues or work at this with this venue for a longer runtime, uh, and then we also definitely want to try to uh, create some other works that are. Uh, longer in length and can be put on in a, in a main stage production as well
0: nice uh, how long like what's the run time for this show
2: so this show is actually uh, it's 75 minutes with no intermission um, traditionally most Irish dance shows do run a full two hours with a 15 minute intermission we were tired so we didn't do that this time but uh, it's definitely something we want to work on in the future we also want to uh, start to work with more local Irish musicians And singers, We have two singers in this cast uh, for the Christmas show who are excellent, and it's super exciting to work with them. But definitely moving forward, working with uh, uh, the musicians in the area that we know is going to be incredibly fun and a real exciting challenge.
0: And how do people... How do you go about finding people for
2: the different casts, and how would people, uh, if they wanted to get involved, how would they... If they want to get involved, we are always looking for people, not just dancers. We've worked with uh, musicians. We've worked with athletes. We've worked with some really wild things. We danced at House of Yes. So every anything you can think of, if you think Irish dance can fit in it, we will 100% listen. Or we'll um, find a way to fit it we'll in. Or we'll find a way to fit <laughs> it in. Um, music videos, you name it. But uh, if you go to Company.org, Uh, which is our website we do have uh, you know a call to hire to join us and work with us for Irish dancers regular dancers musicians singers technicians lighting artists you name it if you're excited and want to work with us we're excited and want to work with you
0: nice well it sounds like you guys are off to a pretty um impressive start thank you yeah from August to now like yeah that's it's good it's
2: a wild ride keep
0: it up keep it up um I know you have some bullet points, so I want to make sure... Uh,
1: Stacy came prepared. Stacy <laughs> brought bullet points.
2: <laughs> but I think we talked about everything. I talked about all my Irish dance history. Yeah. It's, you know... We're pretty much. If you don't know anything about Irish dance, a lot of this is going to be lost on you. But yeah. if you live, if you live in New York, you probably know someone who did it.
0: So are you off? or most? Of, are you three from New York?
2: I'm from New York originally. I think I'm the only New Yorker here. Uh, I'm from Long Island. My father's from Brooklyn. He's very disappointed that I moved back, but um, he uh, he um, he was he grew up in Flatbush, and I grew up out on, in Suffolk County. But in New York, it's definitely a hugely popular hobby. I mean, I think there was probably 10 or 15 of us in my high school that were pretty competitive uh, in throughout our whole lives. And pretty much anyone I talk to either knows someone or is at least aware of it. I went to college in the South, and they had no idea what I was talking about. So that's not a universal experience. But uh, in New York, at least, it's, it's fairly common. I actually grew
1: up in um, Portland, Oregon. And then I moved to Pennsylvania to go to college. And it's kind of interesting, I joined an Irish dance school that was nearby my college. And I honestly, like, I made more friends through Irish dancing, like, immediately um, there than I did, like, before I, m- I made friends in Irish dancing there before I made friends in college. And that's ki- the kind of fun thing about Irish dancing is such a weird, tight-knit community of people that um, it's like, you like Aaron said, everybody knows somebody who knows somebody. And so um, everyone tends to kind of welcome each other in with open arms, which is really great. Um, But yeah, I I Irish danced in uh, Pennsylvania when I lived there for a while. And I actually just moved to New York two years ago um, because I decided I wanted a change and I wanted an adventure. So here I am.
2: Yeah, we have a pretty good mix of transplants and pseudo-New Yorkers and and Connecticut. That counts. Kind of. Don't tell Mallory. It counts as New York. (laughs) (laughs) Counts as the the metropolitan area, the tri-state area, as it were. Um, so does, not, it, does it? I don't know. Not, it doesn't count as Brooklyn, <laughs> but um, but we do have some Brooklynites too. So some true Brooklynites from Marine Park, but uh, yeah, everyone's kind of come from all over. Which is that's what's exciting about doing this in a city like New York is that we have these people who have come here to to work and to you know kind of make it in the greatest city in the world and. A lot of us didn't think we would have the opportunity to keep dancing while doing the kind of work that we do during the day, and so to to do something like this is is very exciting because it definitely wasn't something I had when I first started working. So if other people get to get to get something out of it now, it makes it all worth it.
0: How do you find like how do you manage the work life balance? Uh,
2: we don't. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, sleep on Tuesdays.
1: Yeah. Side hustles on side hustles on side hustles. I think actually all of us have, I mean, we call this our side hustle, but I think you know several of us have other, other side, side hustles. hustles as well. So uh, it's interesting time management. I think we all probably need more sleep than we're getting, but.
2: We're all, yes, I think. That's th- New York too. Yeah, It's New York and it's, I think the dancers, every dancer I've met has been a major hustler as well. So it's something we're fairly used to. Uh, someone once explained like being a dancer the, doing the work isn't work. Like, when you're on stage, that's not work. The work is always finding what's next. And I think we're just used to always finding what's next that we don't know how to stop.
0: <laughs> what was... Uh, were there any... Were there any, like, major challenges in getting, like, this project going? There were... I mean, I know there's ongoing challenges. I'm going to jinx myself
2: anything, if but... I say what I want to say. I there, there was... There were less challenges doing this than I had anticipated. And I think it seemed like a daunting, like an overwhelming task. And when we started just kind of, when we made the call to do it and just get going, a lot of things fell into place, uh, which was really incredible. Which also makes me think that if you just start doing things half the time, maybe that'll work out. That may not be great life advice, but it it seemed to work in this context, which was great.
1: And I think, um, you know, we have, We've all done um, various performance experience in the past, and we all have kind of things, thoughts on like how, how we would do it if we did it better. So that was kind of one of those things where like, well, let's take a, take what we know, and um, you know, I think the four the four of us especially really kind of um, you know divvied up work, and we'll, we'll all take different assignments, and kind of applied, fortunately applied what we do in our our professional jobs, uh, and we're able to apply that to um, you know putting this together too. I think that helps. But um, I think, you know, if we had to, if I had to do this by myself, I think I would be very overwhelmed, but it's, it's very comforting that there's the four of us to kind of lean on each other and put this together and and help each other out. We
2: have a, we have an incredible team and everyone is just a very passionate hard worker and uh, incredible dancer as well. And so to have, have that kind of support on every side of the spectrum when it comes to creating a company like this is worth its weight in gold.
0: Nice. I do think that's like a major secret. I mean, I think that's one of the things about people that move to New York or stay in New York um, is like, it's a city that doesn't sleep because there's a lot that you can do. There's a lot. And like, it can be tricky to figure out how how, you know, you don't really know how you're going to do something until you start to do it, but it's amazing once you just start doing things, what you, what you can do, you can surprise yourself. Yeah.
2: There's definitely, when there's a will, there's a way in this city, I think, and the city is also very good at deciding that there's always a way, no matter what, <laughs> even if you don't want it. So it, it makes you take the opportunities because you, you feel silly not to.
0: Yeah. Nice. Um, is there any other things you want to talk about?
2: I don't, I, I think if you want to work with us, we want some crazy ideas because we're, we've made up some crazy ideas. I think this show is going to be, is pretty wild. Uh, and I'm fresh out, so I'm ready to hear some new ones. So if you guys want to learn more about Irish dance or learn how to work with Irish dancers and make something wild, then definitely reach out to us. Brooklyn Irish Dance Company, brooklynirishdancecompany.org check us out on Instagram at Brooklyn Irish Dance Co. Send us some crazy stuff. <laughs> we'll make it even crazier. It'll be great.
0: Um how many different shows that was a question I had. How many different shows have you done so far?
2: This is this is our first uh full-length production. Okay. Yeah. So you've done you've done like this performances. This is the first full-length production that we've created. Mm-hmm. So uh, everyone in the cast has worked with other companies before. Um, so we've all been involved in different productions, but in terms of what we're doing, this is our first main stage production. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations.
1: We, yeah, like I Thank said, you. our first, our first gig together, the four of us was back in March of this year, which is crazy. Cause I feel like 2018 has gone fast, but also it feels like it's been like three years. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we did St. Patrick's day together. We literally know some of us had known
2: each other for less than like, And that was just,
0: weeks. was that with the company or was that just uh
2: It's kind of an ad hoc. it was a freelance opportunity. Yeah. I got, I got asked to do a, uh, a performance for a corporate, uh, party and they were like, you, you have people, right? And I was like, Sure. Sure, I got people, and I was frantically calling every girl I knew in New York that could dance and was asking if they were available, um, so I'm glad that they all answered.
1: Yeah, so we had uh, so known each other for, like, a, a couple of weeks, and then St. Patrick's Day rolls around, and we're like, well, we have to do some stuff because it's St. Patrick's Day and we're Irish dancers, and, and I had not danced the year before, and I felt kind of weird about it. Like, it feels weird not Irish dancing on St. Patrick's Day when you're yeah, an Irish dancer. you have to dance. Um, so we, we kind of rounded up some, some random bar gigs at the last minute. And we even, um, danced in Washington Square Park just for fun. And, um, immediately after that, we're like, all right, well, what are we doing next year? Like we'd known each other for two weeks and we're like, what are we doing next year? We're like planning it out already. So I think we kind of hit the ground. I'm ready to not
2: have to busk ever again. So it's fun, (laughs) but it was very cold and it's very... It's very tiring. So if, <laughs> if next year we can be indoors all of St. Patrick's Day, I will I will consider it a win.
0: Nice. Uh, you should do something at Pine Box sometime.
2: Yeah, that'd
1: be great. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we haven't. We didn't go as the furthest we went in Brooklyn was the Bedford St. So yeah. we were mostly in in the East Village, and I mean, there's so many Irish pubs and on the East Side that yeah. it's hard to. Once you, once you hit one, you just kind of hit all of them. But it is the Brooklyn Irish Dance Company. I know. we got to so hit way more in Brooklyn this time.
0: There used to be a great uh, pub um, with a performance space. Um, it's called Spike Hill, and it was right off of the Bedford stop, like Bedford and 7th. There's a Dunkin' Donuts basically there right now. Oh, yes. That was a great performance spot. Um, yeah. I was reminiscing earlier for some reason because, like, it popped up on Facebook, like the venue, um, and the page is still sort of active, even though they closed like three years ago. Yeah. But my band, like, it must have been five years ago, we played a Saint. It was like called a Soulful Saint Patrick's Day. So my band <laughs> and some other bands played. Um, but that would be.
2: It would have been cool. That been yeah. Great. We gotta. There's other things. There's though. other venues. There's plenty
0: of other venues. We can.
2: We'll find. This. Unfortunately, we sometimes take up a little bit more space than a band because. Move our legs a lot.
1: Although you know we uh, we've danced and literally last last St. Patrick's Day, we were in a bar that was so crowded that we had like um like maybe like a foot to, to dance to dance in, and we yeah. we still made it work. But like you can, I mean, you still can't really see the feet, so it just looks kind of like we're bobbing up and down in the middle of a crowd. But you know, we made it work.
2: I waited behind the bar.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I had a
2: great time.
0: <laughs> it's just popped into my head uh, one that might be fun is a uh, Cape House. Have you ever been? In the basement there? I have not been in
1: the basement there. I've been there um, for for food and drinks, but I have not actually... I keep meaning to. It's like it's... I I live in Bushwick, so it's not that far from me.
0: Yeah. Um, Popped in my head. I'm going to be there tonight. There's like a benefit thing tonight. Um, Mm. But yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah. We should check that out.
0: I'll try to check you out too. Um, This one, if not this one, one of the next ones. What time is the show on the 17th? 7
1: o'clock. 7 o'clock.
0: Okay, I'm in an acting class at that point, but maybe the 18th. Yeah, but maybe somebody listening, you know? Yeah. Somebody listening. Follow them on Instagram. There's a contest. There's
1: a contest. There is a contest, free tickets, or swag, if you want to rep the Brooklyn Irish Dance Company. I can't but go to the Brooklyn show.
0: Irish Dance Co. At Instagram. Brooklyn Irish
1: Dance Co. Irish is Dance the Brooklyn Irish Co. Dance Company. <laughs> totally not confusing. It's totally not. didn't mix it up myself.
2: No, it's not. I mean, I can't imagine there's one that actually has company, so you're probably fine if you Google us. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too worried. We don't have a lot of competition yet, so. Yet. Yet. We're just waiting. Just waiting for Queen's Irish Dance Company to show up. Shh, don't talk about it. (laughs) It's actually
1: kind of funny because our first, the first few gigs we got were, like, way out in Queens. Like, so we met and we did some stuff for St. Patrick's Day and then randomly, like, got a few couple, like, a couple gigs that fell into our lap in um, April, uh, right after that. But they were, like, way out in Queens. And so, like, it was kind of an adventure. Have...
2: Yeah, it was a big adventure. I learned how to take a bus. I think I drove to one of them. It was very <laughs> exciting. But, yeah, we were... this was, like, Little Neck. It was far Queens. It was, you know, we could... you could spit into Nassau at that yeah. point. Um, but... but that's the beauty of Brooklyn Irish Dance Company, is we don't discriminate against boroughs. We'll go to any borough. Yeah, we'll even go to Long
0: Island. Maybe Connecticut. Maybe,
2: Connecticut. maybe Connecticut. Sorry, Mallory. Maybe
0: Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my conversation with the Brooklyn Dan- Brooklyn Irish Dance Company, with uh, Alexandra, Stacy, and Aaron. Um, I had a great time talking with them. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Uh, they also wanted me to let any listeners know that. If you're in Connecticut and would like to book the Brooklyn Irish Dance Company, um, you should absolutely hit them up about that. We were just having some fun at Mallory's expense because she wasn't there. Um, thank you very much for listening. All of the links will be in the show notes as they always are on com and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Um, definitely follow at Brooklyn Irish Dance Co. On Instagram, enter that contest, and hopefully you can win two tickets to a Celtic Christmas story. Is it Celtic or Celtic? I know it's the Boston Celtics, but I believe you say Celtic. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm right. Hit me up, let me know. Um, In any case, that's going to be Monday, December 17th at 7, and also at 7 p.m. Tuesday, December 18th at Theater 80 on St. Mark's in the East Village. Check them out. As I said, all the links are in the show notes and on BushwickVarietyShow.com. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you're doing your thing. Hope you're having a good happy holiday season. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Merry Christmas. And everything and every tradition you celebrate. Um, I hope you're having a good one. Thank you very much for listening. I will talk to you on Thursday. Have a good one. Do your thing. Peace.